This is Thursday, January 27th, and I want to begin with a passage from the New Testament about the way God created our world and the way it works. We need to go here to understand the way money works in our world. This is Colossians 1, verse 16. For by him, that's Jesus, all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. Now, as the Apostle Paul is explaining how Jesus created our world, he says that our world is filled with visible realities. These are the physical and visible parts that we can easily see we interact with each day. We understand this and come to see the way our world works. In many ways, this is what science sets out to do, to understand what is seen and measured and studied. But Paul says there are also invisible realities in our world. In scripture, he calls these powers or principalities, or here in this text, thrones, dominions, rulers, and authorities. We may wonder, well, what are these and how do they work? Well, first he is telling us that Jesus created them. That means that as he first made them, they were good along with the rest of creation. These powers underlying the way God designed our world to work were all good. For example, you cannot have leadership and government without an underlying sense of order and how that is needed in our world. This sense of order is an underlying power that makes it possible for leaders at all levels to rule, to act, to lead. And this is just one example. Now, we assume these things are here, but God actually had to create the invisible framework for life for all of us, as well as the physical world that we can see. And these powers are numerous, but the thing is, they are not neutral. One of these powers Jesus tells us about is the power of money. He actually says that this power, he calls it mammon, is a rival deity to God. This power wants us to serve it, to live for it. You say, well, how can we see this? Well, this is why so many aspects of the way we view money and, and life with money just do not make sense. For example, if money is just a thing, a neutral thing, why would we so easily give our hearts to it? Why does it exert such power, far beyond what it actually is, over our lives day in and day out? Why do we see the rich young man that came to Jesus so in, entangled by money and unable to free his heart from its power over him? This is because it is one of these invisible realities that God wired in our world. I believe God created it to be under his feet, that is, under his rule in our world, and used for his purposes. But we sense this power, and we want it for ourselves. And when this happens, it actually has, as it did for the rich young man, it has this power. Here's what our teacher says about it. The sleep of a laborer is sweet, whether they eat little or much. 
But as for the rich, their abundance permits them no sleep. That's Ecclesiastes 5.12. Now here's one of these strange observations about the power of money. It makes sense that we would find satisfaction in our work. And God gave us the ability to work because God is always working and we're made in his image. God also gave us the ability to enjoy our work for all that we accomplish. But look at what happens to the person that has a lot of money. It doesn't free him from fear and anxiety. It brings an increase. The rich person cannot sleep because now he has something to worry about. While we would think the rich man would enjoy a more peaceful sleep than the day laborer. But we would have that wrong because of the power of money. As money gets its claws into our hearts, it can rule over us by keeping us anxious and afraid, afraid we will lose it, always wanting more. I want to return to the rich young man that Jesus met. Jesus loved this man and he wanted to see him free and notice that though the man is rich, he knows he's missing something. This is why he seeks out Jesus looking for eternal life, life in all its fullness. And this is the way to freedom each day, seeking out Jesus and resting in him. And it's then that we can be liberated from money slavery. Now, as you're thinking today, can't you see, I think all of us can, this power that money seems to have in our lives and how necessary it is to bring it under the Lordship of Christ. Let's pray. God, our faithful King, we need you and your power to walk in joy this day. We need you and your truth to see clearly this day. We need you and your presence to live in contentment this day. Thank you that you have made yourself present in your spirit. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.